You look good on you're, my you're, levels. You're telling me to get on your levels? Get get on my levels, but also looking good on my levels. Two hundred and ten numbered episodes. (laughs) Hello. And an uncountable universe of unnumbered ones. (laughs) I don't think it's too many. I could probably do it close to off the top of my head. I'd still be off because we have a lot of half episodes that I can't remember. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Welcome back. How many really? It's We Were Gamers, a podcast with JJ. Hello. I'm Andy. And Michael's back. Yeah, let's Air light horn this sound we still haven't put in yet. Hi, Michael. Hey, friends. How are you, buddy? It's good to be back. Yeah, you seem to have been away for a little bit. Was it relaxing? Uh, it was relaxing. Uh, the wife and I had planned a date night for Memorial Day. Wonderful. Yeah, and since we, you know, aren't really allowed to be mixing with the crowds of people just yet here in Southern California. We did something that actually didn't require us to get out of the car. We went to a drive-in movie. Whoa. That sounds so rad, dude. It like sounds, I, oh, they, I know good. they've been doing drive-in movies for a long time uh, in, gosh, what is that city? Downey? I don't want to say the wrong city. I don't remember now. I'm on, anyway. Uh, there's been like one drive-in movie. Is this a new drive-in movie theater that someone has popped up? So it's not actually. We've oh. we've kind of been keeping an eye on this and have noticed that around Southern California, all of the old drive-in theaters have been repurposed to serve some other function. And in this case, we went to one called Mission Tiki out in West Covina. And it has been repurposed to be a swap meet. So they use all of the empty oh, yeah. parking spaces uh-huh. to, you know, set up all the stalls for a swap meet. Uh-huh. And I guess in, in this era of social distancing, they've implemented rules of, you know, you can't park two cars next to each other. But other than that, you can hold the drive-in. Oh. Yeah. So it was two pretty cool. Two cars next um, to each other? Like... So How close in, would in, the cars be? Because I'm curious if you, I'm, you're, even if a car have direct- one parking spot in between people, right? Is that exactly. What you're saying? That's a lot so of there space. Are, there are two rows together, and so it winds up being just like staggered. Okay. You know, so a car in they're they're all diagonal from each other, back and forth. Hey, it probably makes for better viewing of the screen anyway. Yeah, yeah, it does, and the mm-hmm. it's actually set up really well, such that. Uh, the parking spaces are each up on little raised mounds. Okay. So you are above the the level of the aisle. So even if someone is, is driving through the aisle, you're still looking over their car. And then the whole thing is graded down towards the screen. So there's not really a bad spot. Okay. I was just about to ask what about the fact that the person in front of me drives a giant SUV or whatever, but <laughs> right. yeah, it's all, it's all graded problem. down towards the screen, which solves that problem. Nice. 
What movie? Did um, you and say? you know the, the screen is set up pretty high, um, so it's it's a great deal. They um, they start at like eight o'clock, just after eight o'clock. They you know they have to wait till the sun goes down, which is later in the summertime. Um, and oh. you can buy a single ticket for two shows, and so they show movie A and then movie B, and then they replay movie A. So three so shows. If you can, Basically, the tickets the tickets only good for two. Mm-hmm. I suppose you could stay if you wanted to rewatch the the first movie again. Why do they show the third movie? The what? What's with the showing the third one? So, in case you want to catch a late, like two late movies. Oh, so you don't have to be there for the first one. You can come in when the second one starts and stay for the second one, and then the second showing of the first one. Okay. So say you you have a late dinner or whatever, you don't not going to make eight o'clock or whatever. I then, guess it yeah, only you know, costs them a few bucks to keep extra people there to uh, keep the place open. Yeah. So they they have one one big hut sort of in the middle where they have bathrooms and a snack bar. Uh, but other than that, it's it is four you know it's four screens kind of off in in four cardinal directions. So you can, if you if you were to turn sideways or turn around, you could technically watch one of the other movies. Huh. Um, but they do it all through um, FM radio. Yeah. So I, we, I, it's interesting because like it's short range, short range FM, right? So like yes. if you if you were like outside the stadium or whatever, you could pick it up probably. <laughs> yep. But then you can't see. So yeah, and it was actually funny because we got the. Um, for the first five or 10 minutes of our drive home, we still picked it up. So we had the soundtrack of the credits playing as we were driving away still. <laughs> That's, That's kind cool. of sweet, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of a fun way to, to be driving away and still hearing the music. Sad Hulk music? No, uh, so actually no, because the second movie was a musical remake of an 80s movie. So it was 80s jams. 80s jams. Are these movies that we knew? That are they like art house films? What what were they showing? So the, the that second movie was a remake of um, an eighties movie called Valley Girl. Oh, I know Valley which, Girl. Yeah, had a young Nicolas Cage in it. Yeah, uh, and they yeah they turned it into a musical, and it just recently got released. So this was a this was a new release. Um, and then the first movie was um, an Amazon original. And it was called The Vast of Night. And I think both of you would really enjoy it. So I highly recommend it because it will be coming to Prime soon. Is this part of their purchase of all those South by Southwest films that they were going to show? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that was the original plan or if it was just always planned to be an Amazon Studios movie. Okay. Cool. Um, but this one in particular is set in the late 1950s in a little town in New Mexico. And the whole thing is done like an homage to a Twilight Zone episode. That's pretty cool. Sounds yeah, pretty good. So, uh, uh, I'm, into, I'm into that. Yeah. I like, a, a like young girl who's, <laughs> who's a switchboard operator has a strange audio frequency come across... Um, as yeah, uh, come across the switchboard, 
and she enlists the help of the her friend who's the local radio DJ to try and figure out what the audio is and they basically wind up chasing the signal down a rabbit hole. I've heard of a movie like this. Yeah. But I don't know if really it's this movie, but really I've heard good, of really like enjoyable. It. That's cool. Well acted, well directed, um super well put together. Um like you'll you'll watch it and you'll be like, yeah, this feels like a Twilight Zone episode. They do the they do the like instead of normal scene transitions, they'll do the like fade to static as if you're watching it on a an old TV set, mm. and then the, it'll fuzz out and fuzz back in on the next scene, and then the picture will clear back up. Mm, that's like a real vibe right there. That's, yeah, it's a super vibe. <laughs> it's a mood. <laughs> nice. Speaking of Amazon movies, did y'all ever watch? Uh... Oh no! Wait, was that on Netflix? Doesn't matter. the The one with Mads Mikkelsen as the assassin. Oh man, those are Netflix films. It's well, there will be films. Currently, there's only the, one. Uh, there's only the one that I've seen. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, gosh, that was what Netflix. Is it called. I want to say it's like mm. Polar or something. Pol- uh, polar sounds right. Sounds right. It sounds right. Those were yeah. good. That was yeah. Good. I think it's polar. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked that movie. I, mean, I don't know why I like, thought about it as an Amazon one. If you're into John Wick, oh yeah, that's like right up the John Wick alley, right it's there. Very much the same vibe. Uh, different twist, you know. That's cool, man. I'm glad that there was some way for you guys to get out safely that's in, really, this, in this uh, COVID era. That's a really cool way to do like movies too like i man i'm gonna do that but yeah you you totally should so there's there are we just saw an article last night there are i think 10 different drive-in theaters that are open or reopening soon in southern california including two of them on the list were down san diego way all right i'm gonna have to google this after the podcast (laughs) i have to say you left us with a bit of a unfinished tale, a cliffhanger, although I don't know if it was a cliffhanger, you picked a fight and then left. Oh, this is true. Always leave him wanting more. That's it's, I don't know, bro. First of all, <laughs> did, if we settled the Twix Butterfinger Kit Kat thing, I think it was one of us. One of us picked one of each, each one, and yeah. so we just let that settle because it's thirty, thirty, thirty. 33 it's, repeating it's a draw it's yeah. a draw okay yeah it's a draw Mex- right. i think mexican standoff is what you're looking for uh except we're all holding candy bars instead yeah, yeah. <laughs> the candy bar standoff candy 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 off candy no candy standoff is good we're good we'll leave it at that uh hold on mayonnaise and english muffins we Those need to talk two. about this i I, I want to make sure so completely that I had burned this out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure, first of all, that you're okay. Like, was this a question brought on by cabin fever and not really a question? I don't want to be no, answering it, no it, trolls. It was a, it was a question brought on by the dinner that we had had the night that night or the night before. I don't remember which in which someone served this to you. No, in which this is what I made because it's what I wanted. 
Okay. Let. Uh, I need. Let's start with the easy one. Does mayonnaise? Okay. It was your question. Mayonnaise belong on a burger? Yeah, not alone. Clearly, there's also ketchup and mustard. Then yes. I, yeah, I think you can put mayonnaise as a condiment on a burger. This is acceptable. I mean, it's the basis for Thousand Island dressing, right? Yeah, which it, lots it, yeah, of people it, put on burgers. If, yeah, if you're going to ban mayonnaise from hamburgers, like you have to ban it from so many other things then as well, in which it is also perfectly acceptable and people like. So, was this a no-no for you? Are you not a mayo on a burger? No, I am. Oh, okay. I am, yeah, I am I alone so in my not, household in that sentiment. We're not. Would, we're not counting. Okay. All right. Hmm. The cheese stands alone on that one. You know what I mean? Yep. Mayo belongs on a burger in most forms, I think. I Unless, love a good aioli, man. Aioli yeah, is, aioli is mayo. What? Yeah, there you go. It, it's yeah. basically yeah. mayo. So, yes. like, you know, I, I um, love a good aioli. Put it on a burger. Yeah, sure. it's, it's mayo with a degree. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, so there's maybe one instance where you don't have butter or where you have uh, mayo, don't have mayo, and that's where you've replaced it with like a buttered bun. Sure. If you want to do like like griddle their buns with butter on them. If you're going to toast it, you'll actually find that a lot of a lot of places that do like toasted bread will use mayo instead of butter. Oh yeah, I've done that before. Okay, hold on. Well, I have an opinion about this now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I think it's perfectly fine to use mayo instead of butter if you want to do a toasty thing. I get it. And doing it on a hamburger bun, I think I have less issue with. But if you're going to use mayo for the outside of your bread on grilled cheese, don't do that, please. What about mayo that's, in the grilled I cheese? Think that's what I did it on when I tried it. I, I can understand. Ev- I, I actually would be more accepting of it on the inside of the grilled cheese than okay. I would on the outside. Huh. Okay. I think that buttery flavor on the bread is like so important to me. <laughs> I mean, you still get that, though, from the, the oil in the, in the mayo. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not, it's not the same. same. Okay. But I have to say, I am a convert to getting mayo into the sandwich. You mean like just as like a condiment on your... So when you make basic... the grilled cheese, you oh, butter the outside and mayo cheese. the inside. Yeah, I, I, I don't do it personally when I make them, but if I am served one, I absolutely will devour it and be perfectly happy. I'm it, a, I, it is... It is good, and I'm, I accept it. I'm at the stage in my life where I I should probably like back off the grilled cheese, <laughs> especially when it's slathered in mayo. Well, that's the thing, right? So if I'm gonna make it, I might as well make it as hard arresting as possible. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love I'm it. like you're nine tenths of the way there. What's the mayo gonna do? You know, I like to trick myself that using butter instead of it makes me less bad, but yeah, that's it's wrong. It's probably <laughs> it's as wrong. bad, if not worse. <laughs> Okay. Let me we, have this. You've swept the first part of this dyad of travesties under the rug. The second one handle. was an English muffin? Yes. What was the basis of this question? Yeah, I mean it was the same the same thing. That was what I used for the bread. Yeah, okay, but is the question is it better than a bun? Or is it just like, is it possible to use this or should you not use it? Sure, take it how you will. Ouch. <laughs> um, 
It's, I don't. I am not a huge English muffin liker. Uh, not that I'm gonna, you know, turn down an English muffin or whatever if someone gave me one, but I'm not gonna go out and buy them. Like I don't typically do that. If someone cooks them fresh for me or whatever, yeah, I'll eat an English muffin, of course. You know, you want to put avocado all over it. Look, I'll eat it. <laughs> but am I gonna like? voluntarily substitute a hamburger bun with an English muffin? No. No, I'm not going to do that. Is if it, I wanted to do that, I would just substitute it with, like, buttered bread and make a patty melt. Is well, he, So is the sourdough jack a patty melt or an English muffin? Because it comes in the shape of an English muffin, but it's more like a patty melt in its design. The bread, it, it, the bread is bread. It's not English muffin. Yeah. Okay, even though it's round? Look, the yeah, circle doesn't make bread. it an English muffin. English muffin is a type of bread. Okay. The, well, you can have English muffins with no crannies in it, though. But it's a type of bread. You have to bake English muffin bread. You can't just bake normal bread and then call it an English muffin. Okay. I don't think I would make a burger at home with an English muffin unless yeah, I was in a dire emergency. Nah, see for me it's it's a it's a question of weight ratios. Um, what does you mean? An English muffin is denser than a brioche bun. Yeah, what? Yeah, but it's it's just less bread altogether to meet in a cross-sectional sort of way. I oh, oh no. Toasted, Again, the patty melt serves this whole, purpose. Okay. <laughs> patty melt <laughs> is not what we're talking about here. Yeah, but the bread in the patty melt doesn't always isn't depending on what bread you use is not always as sturdy. There's a reason most sandwiches okay. have the breads they have. And the reason a hamburger is on a brioche is for the exact opposite implication that you have here. A brioche is so light and fluffy, and then you crisp up the edges of it so that you don't feel like you've had seven pounds of food after eating a burger, which is already heavy, especially if you've got lettuce, tomato, onions... I mean, say you're at home and you made a half pounder because you're, you know, you're a good <laughs> person. Because you can. Yeah. Previous discussion on grilled cheese. May- mayonnaise, <laughs> cheese, other condiments. Sriracha. Pickles. Yeah, but how, some- many times have you, how many times have you gotten to the end of a good juicy burger on brioche and the bread has just dissolved? I mean, that's It might be bad brioche, maybe. <laughs> I, I understand your concern here, Michael, and you're saying that the, the bread does not hold up to the juiciness and the wetness of what's in that bread. Yeah, that is part of the problem, part of the rationale. Look, the English muffin is not the solution here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, once I see that once again the cheese stands alone on this. I think that both of your questions are slightly offensive. <laughs> just, I just... Maybe it's just because I had to sit with them for two weeks. I just, I really couldn't get my anger out for two weeks on this thing. I, I'm i really happy I mind purged this question. I'm more because... upset about, if I have to say, I think I'm more upset about the English muffin. Oh, because, yeah, definitely. Because here's the thing. If I'm going to put hamburger on an English muffin, then I'm going to put an egg on it. Okay. I think you could put okay. an egg on a regu- on a burger, and that's all right. I'm well, okay with should. that. I mean, if you haven't had an egg on a burger, this would be uh, exacerbate Michael's problem, though, because that egg yolk would then st- soak into the bread. True. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. 
So, okay, here's the other thing, though. You got to put the egg <laughs> on the top because that way, when you bite into it, it all runs out rather than soaking into the bun. Oh, so, yeah, that's that's absolutely the way to go. If you put the well, egg on the bottom, you're a monster. <laughs> so here's the thing, though, with the English muffin breakfast problem, right? So like, I'm eating an English muffin. I'm already in breakfast mode, even if it's not sure. breakfast. So, so you and give me a patty, I'm, I'm, and then I'm going to put an egg on it, and then it's an open-faced sandwich. I got two eggs, and now I'm full again because it's English muffin with two eggs and hamburger meat. <laughs> well, at that point, you may as well get a ring mold and turn the eggs into the equivalent of the bun. Just sandwich the hamburger between two egg that? patties. I've never done that. No, I have not. I'm just thinking off. The top. I'm riffing off the top of my head here. Time to go full carnival and order Krispy Kremes and use those in place of the bun. And Why just don't say, we? With it. I have done. Why don't we get a, a like? We'll do like a quarter pounder or less, maybe like a eighth of a pounder, and we'll fold it into two eggs to make like a wrap. <laughs> and then you go full carnival and you deep fry it. Ooh. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and then the you take it out. Thing. You cover it in cheese. And then, wham, bam, you got your patty melt. So I had one of these, except it was a deep-fried burrito covered in Cheeto dust, and the inside was mac and cheese. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I think. Wow. JJ, the, uh, the Krispy Kreme one actually a has, a, has a name. It... Yeah, I've had that burger at a fair before also. The Luther? Yeah, it was a lot. So we, we spent this whole time debating this to get to that we all like the Luther. I mean, it's one of those ones where you can literally only have it like once a year or you will die. Or, you know, in your life, maybe. (laughs) I definitely don't need to ever have it again. But if someone gave it to me, I would eat it. I know. (laughs) Because I knew how much they had to spend to get it. (laughs) The cool trick about that I found making those is you cut the donut in half invert it, grill the inside, and have that be the outside of the quote-unquote bun. So the... Mm-hmm. It, okay, so is it a Krispy Kreme? So it's all glazed? Yeah, so the, yes. the ones I got were it was two Krispy Kremes top and bottom, yeah. Oh, or one man. each, right. I'm getting a stomach ache. Would you put mayonnaise on that? <laughs> uh, this one did not come no, with I'm mayonnaise. <laughs> now Michael's offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious, you know, where's the principal line on the mayonnaise? <laughs> the line is clearly drawn you know, at the, donuts. The condiments, <laughs> the condiments table is right there. You could go and put whatever you want on it. You know, it's there for you. But don't, you don't need it. Don't dude. put mayonnaise don't do on that. the donuts. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> this is our lesson for this week, kids. It's a really good lesson, to be honest. <laughs> if you needed to know. The solution to Michael's questions was don't put mayonnaise on a donut. All right. Okay. Can you solve another uh, burning issue be- between the two of you? We can try. Is DuckDuckGo a good enough search engine to not use Google anymore? I, I don't know that I have ever actually used it. And yeah, is there marketing baloney? Know. Well, who knows is the answer. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, their whole thing is, oh, we don't track you or store any of your data or whatever. Okay. Prove it, man. <laughs> like, how do they, <laughs> you know, of course Google does that. Absolutely they do. Um, but also, like, how do we know they don't? Yeah, that's my, and also. I will say I weird my annoyance, results. my annoyance with Google has increased recently in recent years as the prevalence of their ads has increased in search rankings. When you search for products anymore, like you can't get the Wikipedia page for that thing. The Wikipedia page is on page two now, oh, which yeah, is you scroll. unbelievable. Well, first you have the sponsored results, then you have the yeah, ad that, well, results. Then you that's have what I'm the, talking about. Then like, you have they the, put ads and sponsored stuff above the actual searches, which they don't do for anything else. But if you search for state things and you want to find out like factual information about things good luck man yeah and well of course amazon has paid so that they're not the sponsored or the ad they're like the first hit not the first ad so you you got to go down yeah half a page before you get to yeah it's bad i uh so i understand the desire to not want to use them but i've gotten i don't know if i've just gotten indoctrinated to the way that google searches but most often when you do search something on Google, generally on the first page is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DuckDuckGo sometimes, I wonder, because they don't keep people's data, if they're ever, how their search algorithm is going to advance to get the things people need. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you could you could probably aggregate data about how many times a certain link is clicked on without storing who clicked on it. That's true. It's probably an issue also of like sample sizes. How many people search for a thing on DuckDuckGo versus how many people search for it on Google and like the quality of that data then is less. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, more sample sizes. Maybe. Mm. Okay. I have no idea. There are probably smarter people than me working at DuckDuckGo. (laughs) <laughs> uh okay i'll uh I'll report back i'll try it myself it's all good man cool yeah field reporter andy out on assignment again hey i can field report some more things you want me to field report i love fields what you got uh field report live from xbox games path i don't know if you could hear that that was pretty uh, good. Of, I muffled my hand over my mouth. Uh, games Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Singular. Not Games Pass. If you think about it, that's a little weird. Anyway, they have a cool feature in there, much like Netflix. Uh, even maybe better than Netflix, I have to say. S- suck on that for a second. There's a little uh, tab that pops up when you open the thing, and it says, you know, here's the announcements of the new features we added in this update, and uh, about three or four days ago, next to that, another little update popped up there, and it said, on 531, these games will be leaving Game Pass. I said, "Okay, hey, that's good to know. It's Those- the, uh, sorry, it's the HBO thing. HBO does that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, Netflix does it too. You just have to go online to find it, right? It's not in the app. Yeah, mm-hmm. they post it on their website instead of in the app, which is honestly annoying. Why don't they do that? Yeah. Please. 
there should be a tab, right? Like, hey, yeah. uh, that thing that's been on your wish, your view list for like three months that you just haven't gotten to, uh, it left yesterday. And you're like, wait, what? And they could put stuff that's upcoming so you would be excited about things that are coming in and marketing and blah, blah, blah. I'm selling it to yeah. them here. Right. You're so, welcome, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, someone at Netflix should look at Game Pass because they do that exact thing also. Like, hey, these five games just got added today, just so you know. Um, so this feature is a great idea, not only so people don't get pissed, but also so people like me can look at the list and be like, that looks cool. I would like to try that before it disappears. So as an experiment to see what would happen once it did disappear, I downloaded and played a game called Old Man's Journey, which was a 2016-2017 era game. I think it won a lot of awards. It was a mobile game first. Apple probably gave it an award for looking pretty. Um, You could tell maybe that it's a mobile game the gameplay is basically this uh you control a man you click so you know tap on this screen where you want him to walk to mm-hmm. uh and he walks through a pastoral scene usually and to get him to go through the scene you have to line up hillsides they give you a little yellow line once you grab the hillside and start moving it up and down uh, to show you where they intersect. And it's like a puzzle game. You have to get all the lines to intersect so that he can walk along them, basically, to the next area. Okay. Uh, you can't move a hillside that he is standing on. And uh, there's, like, other little tricks that you learn. There's, like, a new trick you learn every level, like, uh, if you go over a waterfall, he'll fall down the waterfall. So then you have to like plant the hillside under him to catch him. And so he could walk to this other place and there's sheep you have to move, but you can only move them to grass patches. And so it's very, uh, I would call simple puzzle, uh, and probably came from mobile first, uh, aesthetically charming story. They try to make a point. Uh, I don't. I don't like the main character very much. It's supposed never good. Well, it's supposed to be a journey. uh, It's an old man's journey, Uh, but it's also a journey through like history. Like you, you watch his memories when he goes to certain places. Things will trigger a memory, and then you watch a memory scene. So, like, the first level, you go sit on a bench, and the tree rustles, and then he remembers a tree rustling when he met his wife, or something like that, you know? And you piece together the story as he goes somewhere. But he's not a good man. Mm. A hidden, dark protagonist. No, he's not a dark... He just makes a decision in this one flashback, and I'm just like, how could you make that choice? I don't get it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just like I I can't get it, so I can't process it. I I don't want I don't want to judge. I'm spending too much time on it. The game is shorter than the amount of time I've spent on it. Not really. It was like an hour and a half. Uh, but it was good. I, gameplay wise, very fun. Anyway, today it was off of Game Pass, but it was still installed on my computer. Uh, so I was curious. So I tried to boot it up. It 
boots the first three or four seconds of the game, then does a check on your Microsoft account, and then closes the game. Cool. So, well, I mean, it is what it is. They told you it's not playable. I was just curious if you had downloaded and installed it before the goodbye date, whether you got to keep it and play it. But I think maybe that was never going to be the way it worked. So I wonder, though, for a game that doesn't have as many, like, hooks into online stuff, if that would work. Hmm. I, right. Hmm. You think this is a mobile game, so typically mobile games have a lot of, like, hooks for stuff, you know? But, like, maybe if it's, like, a a single, pl- like, a fully single-player offline kind of game. This was off. This could have been easily just a single-player offline game. It looked like it was developed yeah. for mobile, but it there was nothing in it that had to be connected to the internet. Yeah, but that's the case for lots of mobile games, and they are connected to the internet all the time. Oh. So... <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, because it's potentially mobily sourced, I don't trust it. That's why. Um, <laughs> okay. Because those things are sending like feedback all the time, everywhere you click, all over the screen, all kinds of stuff. God. And uh, to be fair, a lot of games do that. So I can't like, you know, modern mm. games anyway, do that. Okay. Um, so I can't fault just that. But I wonder if, you know, maybe you were playing an older offline kind of game, uh, if that would do it. If I that also- would still work. I have two experiments to do then. One would be I'll give you the list next month and you tell me what to install. Two, maybe if I kept the computer offline. Oh, yeah. What would happen if your computer wasn't plugged in? Like just not on the net, you know? Yeah. Like unplug it the night everything goes offline. Try and play it the next day. Be curious to see what would happen. Yeah, I do wonder about that. Like, what if you just booted it up and it wasn't connected to the internet? What would they? What would it do? Mm, so, could you I, play any of the Game Pass games? Uh, a good, these are all Ooh. good questions. More experiments to come from your field reporter for Xbox Game Pass. I like that service, by the way. I still like it. Um, and we'll see what's going away next month, and maybe I'll try one of those. It's a good service, but that's enough about what I played. That Old Man's Journey game is a, a simple puzzler. If you could play it for like 2 to $4, it would be worth it. But I okay. got it on Game Pass. It was free. But anyway, somebody else played some games. And I want to hear about them. JJ? Oh, it was me? I don't okay. know. Did you, did you not play some games? Did I did, but I didn't know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, we talked about it on this podcast before. I believe Michael and I talked a bit about it. Uh, ye old Xenoblade Chronicles. The Xeno, Xeno of old? Yeah, the, yeah. the original uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, a Wii game. A famous uh, Wii game. Yeah. With a sequel uh, on the Switch that you have also talked about and played many an hour. Well, also uh, an, an intermediate game on the Wii U. Yeah, I was going to say a sequel on the Wii U and then a second sequel on the Wii, on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I played that second game on the Switch. I, well, I played the Wii U one too, but the Wii U is a dead console. And uh, I have now also played the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition that they released for the Switch. Okay, so this hey, is a, a remake or a remaster? No, it's a remaster. Yeah. Yeah. I, I w- in the, the way that 
what has happened with the term remake versus remaster now is you look at the Final Fantasy VII remake, that's now what a remake is. Okay. And a remaster is everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you slap a new coat of paint on it? Remaster. Got it. Did you take the whole game and make a different game? Now that's a remake, right? Okay. Uh, and it is definitely a remaster, although I will say they've done quite a bit of it, of work on it art-wise. Like, I am surprised at how good it looks on a Switch. Uh, considering the last time I played this was on my PC at 4K <laughs> and uh, a bunch of like mods and stuff installed on Dolphin. Did they so, add some sort of fast forward to this game? Uh, no, the game never had really a fast forward. So not a remake. <laughs> Joking. Well, they so the thing about this game, right, is that you don't... The game is super long, right? It's just like a long RPG. That's just the way of the game. The combat is, despite all the like buttons and stuff flashing on the screen and stuff all the time, not really a lot for you to do all the time, despite what it looks like. It looks like there's tons of stuff to do. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But You know, Andrew, and maybe Michael as well, did you guys ever play a bunch of MMOs when y'all were younger or... Older, I guess. What's yeah? What's young? <laughs> I, I did not. But do you know I what I mean? Not. Did you play MMOs? Like I played okay, Michael WoW, didn't. so I don't know that I could say I played MMOs because I only played. Yeah, WoW. but you pl- WoW is a good enough uh, thing. You know how when you play WoW, you hit a button and then like you kind of got to wait and then you can play press more buttons. Yeah, you either have a cooldown or you've got an animation. So like, right? You can like if you hit the next button, it may not do anything yet because you're still in mid animation. Right, or it queues it up and then it presses it when it's time again or whatever, right? Yeah, depending on if you had mods installed. There's a bunch of stuff that going on there. But that's kind of how this game is. And there isn't really a lot of, besides like positioning your character to like the front the side or the back of enemies, there's not really a lot going on in the combat. And you can kind of roll over stuff pretty easy, especially if you out-level it. Yeah, it's it's more making sure that your timing is that you've set up your characters, especially the AI, to execute attacks in the right order. Okay, I'm into that. Because there's stun and then topple and then... Yeah, and then the daze, which goes on top of that, and then you can chain to do all three in order and then bonuses to keep it going. And that's like when the stuff actually gets engaging in combat gets hard, but for like 90% of enemies, you don't really need to do any of that stuff. You can just click every cooldown you have on the bar in order without really thinking about it too hard. And that monster's going to die. Yep. Again, especially if you out level it. And that's kind of the thing that is interesting about this remake is it's, it's like this game is overflowing with side quests. I cannot explain to you how, like, you get into the first town within the first hour of the game, like, less than an hour, and there's 800 white dots all over the place. (laughs) Just, like, (laughs) pick up all of these exclamation points. Kill 10 of these. Kill 5 of these. Go here, get 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of extreme. Get five of this item. Get 10 of these. Pick up three of this. Get your Deliver it to here. Absolutely. Get it, get three claws from the crabs. Oh, boy. All that kind of stuff. So they wanted However, to make an MMO, but not an MMO. 
the combat is very MMO like. So like, yeah, they totally did. Right. But here's the trick. You don't, you don't need to do nearly even close to all of these quests. <laughs> it's like, just don't man. Yeah. You unless, out, if you, you know, do everything, you will out level the game so fast that it, it is, tr- you're truly overpowered by the time you go to the first dungeon. <laughs> This is one of those instances that I'm glad that the Switch does not have achievements, right? This game has no. achievements inside oh, the game. No. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. What have you done? Uh, it did on the Wii as well. Um, th- they just ported the same system, man. It's just, oh. It was always there. Um, but so here's the thing that this has added for people that want slightly more engaging combat is they've added... Uh, it's, it's an option in the menu, not the like triangle to equip weapons or change your skills menu, but the like press start to pause the game menu mm-hmm. of an option called expert mode. And you turn this on and I'm not exactly sure that it stops you from leveling completely, but it certainly slows you way, way, way down and starts building this like bank of experience that you can then go back into this expert mode menu and redistribute at any time. Huh. Up or down. So you can, like, lower your characters back down to levels below where they currently are. Yeah, so but if you, you want to do... raise them back up all the way to where they would be if you had, had not turned expert mode on? I think it goes from when you turn it on, like, the, the bank starts then... I'm not all the way clear about like what the limits of how low you can go with it are. Hmm. Um, but you can definitely like, I have de-leveled my characters to make a fight more interesting. Like you can just do that. Uh, so that's like, that's a pretty cool way to play, especially for when you fight like the named and the unique monsters where they actually require like some measure of skill or like gear changes and like actual, like more interesting combat. That's like a cool way to play for sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that as a feature because it means that you're, you, while you might be, if you want to do a bunch of side quests, you're not going to out level the, the pace of the story. Yeah. And especially since a lot of the side quests. Um, so here is the one benefit uh, over like standard MMO style quests. Uh, when you kill seven of those uh, crabs or whatever, uh, you just the quest just completes when you kill the seventh one. It's oh, you just don't have to run yes. back to town. <laughs> you get the rewards immediately. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, except you, in the case of like story quests or like certain ones where you have to bring a guy back like a specific item from one specific monster because his girlfriend wants it or something like that. Like the majority of quests, especially the ones where it's like get me three crab claws or get me a like kill six of these random spuds or whatever. Like you do that and the quest just completes and you get the rewards. It's like he somehow teleports you the hand armor from wherever he is. Don't worry about it. They just, just shows up in your that he was following you the whole time. You have a train of a hundred NPCs running behind <laughs> you at all times, waiting to give you stuff. Is um, there a, a quest limit like in an MMO or is it just infinite? You can take every quest in town and then go. Yeah. Uh, you should take every quest in town and then go. Yeah. I, I have never seen a limit. Uh, There may be one, but I don't know what it is. I think I read, too, that they did a better job in the the remaster here of 
delineating on the map like where exactly you need to go to hunt yes. the things you're after too. So the the nice thing that they added here was something that wasn't in the original. Uh, they would show sometimes like monsters would pop up with little uh, like red exclamation points on the map or whatever, and on the fast travel map too, uh, which is like which is new. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Uh, so like they would be on your little mini map while you're running around, but they weren't on the fast travel one. Now they're on both. But also the like this game has a lot of little like uh, they're like these little blue orbs that are sitting on the ground that are just like random items, and each area has a different set of them, and you can use them for stuff. But sometimes the quest asks you to collect like collect six fallen leaves or whatever, and then each time you pick up one of these blue things, maybe you get a leaf, maybe you get a screw, maybe you get who knows, right? Those dots will now show up on the map if they're the one you need. Okay. Oh. That would that, have saved so much time. Yes, that is a huge time saver. Because so I, started, I started the original on, on the Wii, and some of those quests where it's RNG dependent on just the random item spawns can take forever if the drop rate is low. Yes, and especially because some of those random items are just like, where are they? I have no clue. I'm just going to run back and forth through this room and respawn the random items in here. Not all the while realizing the ones you want can never spawn there. <laughs> yeah. And the respawns are, if I remember rightly, or at least they were, they were timed. So you couldn't necessarily just warp out and warp back in. Yep. And it's not even like this game also allows you to advance the clock to any time of day, uh, all the time, whenever you want. Uh, and it's not just like advance it to 6 p.m. and they respawn. No, it's like you literally have to spend time, which sucks. Uh, yeah, so that's a huge change. The map and all that sort of stuff got changed. What are the diehards going to say about this? What are, I mean, this game has such a huge, what's that? Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Just curious. You know, a lot of people, it it is taking uh, the busy work changed. It is taking busy work out. And I don't think anyone should complain about that. The thing that people may choose to complain about, uh, whether rightfully or, or not is, the art style looks a little different, I think. Uh-oh. Yeah, it does. And I don't know. So more than this just being like an HD texture update, right? They definitely did work on these models to the point where like they look m- more like the concept art and less like what the models in the first game looked like. The first game was a Wii game, right? So like, there was a lot of like, hey, this character has a forefinger, a thumb, and then a block for the other three, right? (laughs) That kind of thing. There were some polygons going on. You know, their face, their face is kind of like a nose, a few textures for the eyes and stuff, and then a mouth. Like you didn't get a full rendered face, and now you get these like really nicely rendered characters for the main characters and stuff. But because it doesn't look exactly like the way it does, it definitely has a lot more, like, like I said, it looks like the concept art, which is very anime. I'm sure there will be people who kind of liked the not anime-ish side of it that will be put off by how anime this game is now. Which, I mean, if they played the game, the game is extremely anime, so I don't know <laughs> what they were complaining about, but... um. I think that that's probably the place that like most people would complain. Uh, if you're going to complain about stuff, don't complain about stuff. Just play it and yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Or don't play it, and that's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. That so sounds good. That game my, is super uh, cool. My copy got waylaid, uh, I, but I do want to try it, so I ordered it. Uh, we'll see when it gets here. So, so here's my tip for you, Andrew. Most important thing to do. Uh-huh. Every time you get to a town, collect every quest you see. Uh-huh. And after you've collected every quest you see, advance time like eight hours and then collect every quest you see again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Because day the and NPCs, night? NPCs yes. move around between day and night, and some are out only at night, and they're in different places. Oh, my. And so, like, the guy who gives you the quest may not be there until 6 p.m., and if you run through that market at 8 a.m., you won't ever see him. Jeez. The exclamation point will show up on the map, but if you don't happen to look back at the map, you know, in the town when you're over off murdering you know, crabbles or horses or whatever. Plus, who wants to run back, right? Uh, Yeah, when you have autocomplete. Exactly. And uh, this game, by the way, loves letting you fast travel. Oh, okay. Well, at least that's (laughs) got that going. The map is huge, so without fast travel... You would kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, It is... It is necessary. And... they aren't as nice about it as some of the future games where they can kind of let you fast travel like all over the place. Uh, there's, it's kind of confined to these individual landmark locations. But there are good numbers of them all over the place, and you should use them. Like, don't, don't run back. <laughs> no. Fast travel. Like, just do it. Okay. They it's put it on one of the experience. face buttons for a reason. Well, it's also, pro- I mean, you're saying you're overleveled just by doing the quest. It's not like you need the experience by running places, right? No, yeah. Don't just run around and fight random monsters. There's no point in doing that. Yeah. Although, you know, you definitely, yeah, you mean you have to to unlock the the areas, but definitely run the first time because the the scenery itself is pretty beautiful. Yeah. So the the fu- when you have never been to a map is the time where you're going to have to run around and fight random monsters, right? Because you don't know where you're going first off, but second off like to unlock all those fast travel points, you have to go there once. Right. Right. So, you know, you run over to that corner of the map, the little landmark pops up. Now you never have to run over there again. <laughs> um, you know, and you'll fight your, you know, your crabs and your horses or, you know, weird buffalo creatures or whatever along the way. Uh, but there truly are some like really stunning looking vistas and stuff in this game. It's a like, really cool world that this game has. And just the unbelievableness of this is that this whole thing ran on a Wii. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't look like this when they ran it on a Wii, right? Also true. But like, it is still amazing how good the game looks. A- and a testament to how good it looked back then that it also continues to look this good now. Good. I'm happy and to sounds, hear that. And they updated the orchestrations, too. Yeah, so the game has uh, both arranged and the original music, which you can switch between at any time, which is cool. Oh, I'm into that. Nice. You can go into the menu and uh, pause and flip it over from the arranged to the original. Uh, And you can do that for field music and battle music. So you can have original of one and arranged of the other or vice versa. Oh, okay. So you try one and you like it and you want to stick with that. You can just, okay, that's cool. Right on. Yeah. The original original had some bops. It it has some really good tracks for sure. That, that, That track that plays when you first get into the Gaur Plains... Yeah. You come up on that that one field, man. That is like a high point in 
it's actually not that long into the game really but it, that is like a high point in the music of that game it's really something did you try listening to both versions of it i just got there uh and no i haven't yet so okay like i have not had that the moment that i'm talking about is like i saved right before i get to that moment. i need to so. know which version to set up for before i get to the some moment here you got to be like you got to go with the original experience or you got to go with the new experience there's no way either one can be bad. Okay. Yeah. I have I have listened to two th- so far, at least in some of the, the earlier zones, uh, both the arranged and the original, and they're both pretty good. It is a... I don't think the like uh, arrangement is like a drastic departure from what those tracks were. So you're getting the experience, but with, you know, more instruments. Oh, okay. Got it. It's like, you know, some people really... I don't, I don't know why this is, but some people really are into the like symphonic versions of those of like old video game sounds, but it doesn't sound like how the old video game one sounds, you know? Right. It's clearly the same music, but it doesn't sound the same. And some people want the old, you know, MIDI track sounding one and that's fine. And this has that for you, right? <laughs> yep. But if you, want some sweet, if you want some flutes and sweet strings, like they got that too and guitars. So. Guitars are sweet strings. Yeah. We're going to get it too far into music and Michael's going to start correcting us. So (laughs) I I truly know nothing about music. So I'm already, I'm already sorry. I thought I knew a lot about Tetris. uh, And I tried playing that for, to get a skin for that thing over the weekend. Uh, People have gotten better at Tetris 99. By a lot. The only uh, people left playing Tetris are probably people that are murderers at Tetris. <laughs> Things that were yeah, easy before are not so killed. easy. I used to place in the top twenty. Now it's kind of like bottom seventy. Not not well, also. Good. You gotta gotta practice Tetris. I feel it's one of those ones where you gotta play it a lot to get good. That's true. I think you're right. But I got my skin, so you know whatever. <laughs> Some more work. Fail it, failing upwards. Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. Oh, man. Um, do you guys remember Space Plan? That name sounds familiar. It was the clicker game. Oh, yes. I like this game. I'll save a story about Civ 6 for next week. But I was playing Civ Six, and uh, things went poorly one night. And As they sometimes do. Yeah. And uh, afterwards, I was like, you know what I want to do? I just want to play a clicker for 30 minutes before I go to sleep. And I went to that website. He has now uh, contracted with a real company. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's a big one. Oh, no. Uh a video game house, obviously. Got it. They have paid to port that game to mobile. So now... Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's part of the Apple Arcade. I'm not enough into mobile games that I would check that out. The, the Apple Arcade, that is. But I did try Space Plan because it was like a dollar, I think. Maybe two dollars. Okay. That game got expanded by the mobile money. 
makes sense right like really really expanded by mobile money okay there's a whole second phase to that game now so like after after you go back ending yeah so the ending before was you went back in time right and uh that was kind of it was like yeah you saved the world and now there's like a whole new you go back in time and there's a whole new ending and a whole new like game to keep playing after you go back in time. I don't want to spoil it. It's kind of really cool when the first time you understand what, what the new game mechanics are, the game it's still a clicker kind of, but the game mechanics change a lot into like interactive clicker, I guess is the right way to say it. You got to do the clickering at the right time. Hmm. And then there's like a super artsy ending to it. It's really pretty. Maybe I'll put some pictures on Instagram for people that don't care about spoilers. Uh, good good use of changing a clicker into a mobile game. Well worth. Considering speedrunning. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed in how a speedrun of that game works. Am I? Because there's a mathematical answer usually to how fast to win at clickers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, a so thousand... there's just a right answer and a right yep. way, and there's no other way. Yep. Because there's math, right? There's math of like, what is the most effective dollar to spend every single time? Yeah, it's all about efficiency, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's okay. <laughs> all right. That's okay. It's good. I try... Man... Did I try a lot of mobile games this week? I tried Super Dinosaur also. From, you know, the people that make Invincible, Skybound, they make Walking Dead. Okay, I know yeah. what that is. Yeah. They have a comic book called Super Dinosaur. They made a mobile game out of it. It's a super gachapon game. So, yeah, uninstalled it. Yeah, it's gone. Okay. And, and that's it. <laughs> I was surprised though. Yeah. I was surprised it was that gotcha pony. I was like, oh not not so uh not so the way I would do it. That Minecraft Turns Dungeons those make a lot of money. Yeah, I know. That's why they do it. Yeah, I know. That Minecraft Dungeons, by the way, hit Xbox Game Pass. I forgot to mention that earlier. Like straight out awesome. of the gate. Yeah, they Microsoft yeah. puts new games on that thing that yeah. pass. So I was surprised. Y- you get new games. I was you, surprised. Like, if you're subscribed, I'm sure you will get Halo Infinite when it comes out. Yep. 100%. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I uh, I heard that Minecraft game is, like, kind of short. Um, but maybe that's good for kids? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I'm not a mine. I haven't Minecrafted much ever, so. I tried Minecraft. Did anybody? You, you tried it, JJ. I yeah. tried it a little a bit. A long time ago, man. Oh, dude. Back when you had to set up is, your own server and stuff? Yeah, the game is not what it is when I played it, I'm sure. No. Yeah, I, I remember trying to find it. You had to, like, go find it on the internet. You couldn't even buy it yet. And you had to set up your own servers. And then I got to the point of, like, being outside at nighttime and got killed by a creeper. I dug for a while and I was like, this is kind of cool. And then I was like, but what do I do with all this stuff that I dug? And then I was like, I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not very creative. (laughs) And then I said, I don't like this very much. And somebody else tried to get me on their server and they had already built a bunch of stuff. And I said, well, how'd you know how to build that? And they're like, well, I looked it up. I'm like, is everything you looked up how to build? I, uh, uh, no, uh, uh, (laughs) that was that. My understanding is that that Minecraft Dungeons game is a Diablo-ish type game. Ah, gotcha. But not as good as Diablo, so. Gotcha. Because. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Cool story. Thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, hmm. I think that about does it for us this week. I don't know that I'm a particularly eloquent speaker on world events all the time, much of the time, many of the time. But I know we have some general thoughts to say, first of all, everyone should take care of each other and stay safe. I don't think that has changed since the beginning of this year, and it's definitely the case now. Try and do things like be kind to your neighbors and uh, affect positive change around yourself, maybe. And remember that uh, people are capable of very good things. We launched a rocket into space with two astronauts on it this week, which was an amazing accomplishment. That stream was sweet, by the way. That rocket stream, it was cool. Find the positive. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. If people want to make their voices heard, you know, do that safely, you know, and otherwise, you know, hey, be good to each other. And we'll be here next week to talk about game stuff as a distraction, even if you need it. Most importantly, if you have comments about Egg McMuffin's no, that's not it. Egg. Yeah, look, I have a comment about egg McMuffins. They're delicious. <laughs> that has that's sausage on it. But sausage is the sausage egg McMuffin does. Yeah. Sausage is not a hamburger, though. Right. Exactly. No. I'm sure they use butter on those, but not mayonnaise. Oh, they, yeah. There's no chance that thing isn't buttered all the way up. English muffins on a hamburger. Email podcast at weweregamers.com we're on twitter facebook youtube instagram we were gamers and all your podcast apps <laughs>